Well, it's time for In the Chains, the UK-based podcast for amateur disc golfers. Get ready for course reviews, disc reviews, and the latest news and updates from the disc golf world. Your hosts will also talk about their own progression and have a lot of fun along the way. And now, here they are, two Brits and one Yank. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of In the Chains. We are your favorite disc golf podcast, bringing you the latest from the disc golf world, including news, tournaments, and all things disc golf. My name is Dennis, and I am everybody's favorite American. And with me are my two favorite Brits, the Gryffindor to my Slytherin. No, Jesus. I don't, I don't, I don't mind that. The only issue I had is being a kid from that era, growing up with brown, dark brown and black hair and wearing glasses, I used to get called Harry Potter every day of my school life. So I got it right. You're Gryffindor and because I'm an asshole, I'm Slytherin. I was going to say, who's Gryffindor and who's Slytherin? You guys are the Gryffindor to my Slytherin. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think that kind of works. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, it works. Yeah, I'll take that. It's only taken 18 weeks, and I finally got one that you guys don't mind. That's all right. Yeah, we've got to let you you have it every now and then, don't we? Every now and then. I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, after, after the shit week that I have had, uh, it's a win for me. I needed that, so I appreciate that. Can I just uh, make a note for everybody listening? Um, it might sound a little bit different uh, this week. Basically, Dennis Nikoed his laptop, uh, <laughs> and um, yes. uh, so we're having to record slightly differently. Uh, in the future, it should should uh, we should be able to correct it, um, but you might have to just bear with us for one or two weeks. Well, yeah, unfortunately, my uh, my anger issues were taken out on my laptop this weekend. I, my car blew up on Thursday. Uh, so for all you guys that know me and see what I drive, that car is no more. Uh, the engine blew. And Saturday, I was trying to get a loan through my bank in the States. And they don't give loans to people who are in a different country which made me beyond angry and after the phone call i yelled an obscenity really loud and i put my fist through my laptop in frustration today we were about- it. exactly today <laughs> right, before, right before uh we were about to record i opened my laptop for the first time in four days and the screen is done so our my apologies uh i've let the whole community down However, things are working out. I've bought a new car today. Um, so, yeah, things are looking up. The stress is gone. And, yeah, just uh, bear with us for a little bit. Is that the official apology, is it? Yeah, was that a good one? I sound- think we need a statement. I think we need an online statement. <laughs> All right. I'll put, we'll, we'll also, put he, he, didn't, he didn't apologize to us, uh, Bowen, did he? No, exactly. You oh, lot take the piss the out. You lot take the piss out of me saying you're going to be the one that fucks it up. You're going to be the one that has the technical issues. I've been absolutely golden up until this point. I, I mean, none of us have like ruined the audio. I just wasn't able to record with that quality that everybody's used to. We'll see how this goes. This might sound better. To be fair, you never know. <laughs> it might. I mean, with Duffy editing it, it means I don't have to edit mine because mine's normally a car crash anyway. Well, yeah. this this is this is easy. This is record and put it out. I mean, any any idiot can bloody do that. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, should, we give, should we give it to Bowen to try this week? <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no, no we no, won't no. risk that. We won't <laughs> risk that. Um, but that, that's what, that's what my last few days. What about you guys? How have, what what did you do? Uh, Duff, I know what Bowen did. I want to talk about that here in a minute. I have played. We played Quarry. Um, uh, when was that? That was last week, sometime middle of last week. Um, played Quarry. Shot six over on the Black Pro course. And that's nice. Two, two times in a row now. Shot six over. So is that the uh, record uh, on the Black? 
for, well, uh, for us, for us, it is yeah. Between yeah, us yeah. three, yes, it is. Um, nice. So, so that that's pretty good. I feel I feel really comfortable there. Really comfortable. Now saying this, it's going to go to shit when the tournament comes around. But I feel really nice there. Uh, and we've put a few videos out. Uh, so me and uh, me and the missus have uh, been editing some videos. Uh, I don't know if you guys listening as as sin but uh on our youtube channel in the chains uh youtube channel um the we put a video of a fly through of the arrow valley course and also a fly through of the quarry park course uh just to give everybody who perhaps hasn't played those courses just a bit of an insight into um how the course plays and what the holes are like and things like that and uh, those have been received really well so uh been been pretty busy this week for me. What about you, Bo? Well, I think I think you guys did a great job. Yes. Obviously, I yeah. I know what Corey looks like, so that one wasn't really spectacular. It was great, but it wasn't like oh wow, this is new. But because I didn't know what Arrow Valley looks like, and now I see it, it's really cool because I I feel like I have a lay of the land and I could get around if I went and played yeah. by myself. After watching those videos, I definitely would know. Hey, here's how the hole goes. Uh, and it's great. That, that that was one of the things I was looking looking to try and do really because I know when when I started playing, we went and me and Bowen went and played Arrow Valley a few times, and we looked to see where other courses were. And the first thing I did when when we said, "Oh, we're going to go and play this course or whatever," is I'll try and look for a fly through. And there wasn't really that many videos that you could go and watch and and see sort of the course layout and that sort of thing. So I thought it'd be nice if we could get a few courses up on there and. Um, just give people who perhaps are newer to the sport haven't played some of the the other courses give them a bit of an insight into uh like, like i say how the course plays so um i, pr- I appreciate that yeah yeah so of course you can so have what, sorry Bill, go ahead i was gonna say so what you've done is you've uh sort of said all right i'm gonna go around every course in the uk now you've sort of offered yourself up to that i'm you duffy yeah yeah single-handedly <laughs> hey, I, I gotta say, I, I've already texted Duffy this. I am not taking <clears throat> any credit for the fly-throughs. That is all Duffy and his misses. They've done a great job. That is all on them. So, um, is that you becoming a bit more English? His misses. Well, I, I, I can't say the word bird because it just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, so, his wife. Uh, we, but I'm not trying. I'm not trying to put Duffy shit in the street like that. We we used to, when we me and Bowen used to play American football. There was a lad at American football. Who, everywhere he went, he was a Cockney. Everywhere he went, he'd always call like women behind the counter. Say he was going and order a McDonald's, he'd always call her like sweetheart or something like that. Or treacle. Or treacle. It's the most cringeworthy thing oh you've ever seen God. in your life. <laughs> right. Is off it topic. cringy? Is my ma'am? Uh, ma'am. Ma'am, because I, because I, that's I, American. Because all all females that I've never met and I've talked to, I've always called them ma'am. It's because I'm from the south, so it's yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Well, for us, it's just mate. They're right, mate. <laughs> all right, mate. <laughs> oh God. Going, so I I don't know if it's because I'm American. I have such a hard time with mate. Like I can't say it because I don't feel like it sounds right when I say it, but. When, when I remember a quick story, sorry. So about a year ago, I went and played regular golf at a really nice club. And it was me and three other Americans and we were playing and somehow we ended up cutting off these four older gentlemen and they came up and said, hey, we're supposed to play through. And we were all very nice and we were yeah, absolutely sorry. You know, we saw the opening, so we jumped in. And one of the guys looks at me and he goes, thanks, lad. And I lost my shit. I was like, I'm not a lad. I'm not your lad. I'm not your buddy. I'm not your mate. You don't know me. Like I am Mr. or Sir. You're and, and a like, stroppy git, you are. Yes. It, well, it's, it doesn't it's take much those... to tip him over the edge, does it, Bowen? He take one of he take one of my clients, because one of my clients who I do work for sometimes calls me boy. You really hate that, Dennis. <laughs> I oh that would send me up the wall. Now, if I got to know him and I wasn't a stranger. It's okay, especially the mate and the lad. If I know you, but if you're a complete stranger, I'm going to call you sir or oh, mister because we, that is a sir. sign of respect. And I, I, in my old age, I'm starting to expect that back. You've so, been watching too much Downton Abbey. 
<laughs> so, uh, uh, what happened? Gonna... What happened to? Oh, my microphone's gonna be rubbish. I'm not gonna do any talking this week, Dennis. Well, somebody has to guide the show along. <laughs> this is what I. It's the only thing I do for this freaking. This podcast. is what you were born oh. to do. You right. were born to do right. this, Bowen. What you've uh, you've had a busy uh, weekend. What, what have you been up to? Uh, I helped out Saturday morning, clean up Arrow Valley, ready for the tournament. We went out, cut some stingers down, picked up rubbish, general clearing of fairways, things like that. Uh, played around, met up with you in the afternoon. We played around, didn't we? That went pretty well. Like the new yeah. layout, it looks, yeah. it's, it's interesting, it's fun. The back nine are harder than the front nine. Uh, then that was my preparation for the actual tournament on the Sunday, the Arrow Valley Classic. So, yeah, I've missed second if, tournament. If and nobody see the scores, because I don't think they're on New Disc, are they? Uh, no, no, they're the, not. This isn't. This isn't. Well, they might be on New Disc. They're not on the PDGA because it, it wasn't. Bo- a Bowen managed to event, was it? No, it it wasn't a PDA. It wasn't a PDGA event, no. Um, but Bowen managed to surpass himself with a 75 over, didn't you? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I actually played. They didn't have like PDGA grouping like MA3, MA4, anything like that. They had an advanced, an intermediate and a beginner. And I'd like when the Arrow Valley lot to come on and correct me if I'm wrong. But I came for, tied fourth in the intermediate out of a, out of 12. Excellent. So. In the intermediate. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. So, it's not quite the same as like MA2, MA3, yeah. MA4. Like it's a it's a small grassroots thing. There are a lot of there were a lot of new people in novice. There were some there were some half decent players in intermediate and some good some good advance turned up as well. So I did. I felt like I did really well. I had some good shots. My putting wasn't great, but I've just changed putters recently, which we'll probably talk about in a bit. But some of my shots were really good. I had a, uh, I had a shot that hit the rim from about fifty meters away. Nice. That was a uh, forehand with a zone. I got myself a zone, so that was a forehand with a zone. I've actually got video evidence of it as well <laughs> that I bored the lads as, with. As if, uh, as if he thinks we don't trust him, Dennis. No, yeah. exactly. Okay. Um, well, so, if, if, uh, if you would have aced it, I would have had you know some some questions and issues with it. But I, I believe that you hit cage and miss, and then got the birdie. It wasn't it. Well, to be honest, it was. A, it was a par three. I'd messed up my first shots, landed by the tee of another hole, and hit the hit the hit the bas- hit the cage, and then putted him for a par, basically. Okay. okay. The, the most unorthodox par you can imagine. Yeah, pre- pretty much. Pretty I, much. How does that? Does it? Presumably, that's going to give you more confidence. Now you're going to feel more comfortable. Because I mean, we're going up to Manchester in a few weeks' time, aren't we? So how? And I've got you, Quarry you, Park you, in two weeks. Yeah, Quarry Park as well. Yeah. How, do you feel more comfortable going to those now? I don't know whether I was comfortable at Redditch because it is slightly easier than the other courses. It is. I know it well because it's like ten minutes down the road from me. I don't know whether that helped me, but. I definitely like I had the pre pre round jitters like the first hole, which is quite an easy hole, which I attack with a forehand normally and generally score birdie or par. I bogeyed, but I just sort of said in my head, "Don't worry about it." The other two lads on my card were as nervous as me, and in the end, we just got into the swing of things. So yeah, it was it was all right. I just didn't worry about my last shot, which is what I did in Bedworth. Yeah, yeah. I think I went OB once for both rounds. There isn't a lot of OB there, but I went OB once for both rounds, and that was all. That was a positive. So, and yeah, it was good. I, I haven't, I haven't looked, but are you going to cover the winners and stuff in the news? Yes, I will go. Okay, so I won't ask you about that. So, okay. should, should we crack on and get on with the news? Well, I was going to say congratulations, oh. Bowen. Um, also, happy birthday, Bowen. 
Thank you. It was his birthday on Monday. So next time you see him, tell the old man happy birthday. But no, congratulations. Uh, I'm going to put you in for most improved player award for the end of the season if you keep this up. In the chain <laughs> team. I don't uh, know because you like you two are improving quite a lot as well. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be the. I don't think we're the most improved. Well, we're, we all improve. Seventy-two over to what was it? Ten over. over. Ten, over. Ten over. So uh, that that's quite a big improvement, I would say. Is, that is, yeah. Um, so we'll just have to keep it up. We'll see how you do, Corey. Again, it's another course that you know really well, and yeah, I think I I know that for me personally. The mental aspect of it was my downfall with Bedworth. Yeah. Bedford. Bedworth? Bedworth. You got it right the first time. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, it was my downfall at Bedworth. Uh, and so if we can just get over that mental aspect, I think we can do big stuff. And then I just need to break uh, Duffy's kneecaps so I can beat him in the future tournaments. <laughs> I think you're getting close to him, Dennis, honestly. I hope so. I'm trying to give him a run for his money. You but yeah, let's move on. Oh, so let's, let's talk about today's show. We haven't even done that. Uh, so here in a minute, we're going to have Duffy. God damn it. Here in a minute, we're going to have Bowen cover the news like he always does. Uh, so there's, I think there's going to be some good news. We have a lot of things to talk about. And we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to be talking about some discs and doing a draft. What discs will we want to play around with? We can pick any disc we want. And we'll have a little surprise for that. So that's basically the show. Nothing too special this week, but still going to have a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, let's actually begin the show. Uh, what's the scoop, Lois Lane? Right. First bit of news, Dennis, that you don't know about. Me and Duffy have been keeping this one close to our chests. Am I, am I fired? Are you firing me? No, we actually have quite a special guest coming up in a few weeks. Ooh. We've only gone and secured five times world champion. Paul Macbeth on the show. No, you haven't. No, no, we haven't. I've just seen if we get a bite. <laughs> no, you haven't. Because, for one, neither one of you could keep that secret from me. And for two, since Duffy has already tried to play that trick saying that we got Brody Smith, I ain't falling for that shit. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on me, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> so, that was good though. That was good. I, you almost had you, uh, there was a small nibble. <laughs> there was there was a bit of silence there, wasn't there? there was, I, had, just I, had really, I had to think about it. So, <laughs> right, real news. Multiple events on at the weekend. We've already spoke about one. I'll go over winners in a minute. But we had, I'd say that the probably the main event was the Creek Sea Crush. Now, uh, the MPO winner was Joe O'Brien with 10 under. He crushed it. He crushed it. He crushed it. At the it. tee? But, uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, Connor McHale, McHale, sorry about this, Connor. Duffy's an idiot. <laughs> came in second, a, a distant second at seven under. Well, well done, that's Connor. That's miles behind them, isn't it? <laughs> miles away, that yeah. is. He, came, he gets a bit closer each week, but although he won last week, but there we go. And then... Simon Luard, Luard, I'm going to say, I'd say that's how you say it. Duffy will tell you it's something different. He was the tournament director. He came in third. So well done to you three. Great job, gentlemen. Good job. Good job. We I had, think that, oh, sorry. Oh, can, I, can I interject real quick? So yeah. uh, BDGA newsletter came out this week and I was looking at the point standing. I think Connor is sitting at first place in the MPO division right now in BDGA points. So um, his his win and his finishes that he's had this season has gotten up there in first place. So good job, Connor. He's been playing nice. really well. He hasn't been outside the top two yet, has he, in any event? I don't think he has. No, no I don't think he has. I've, I've, everything he's learned is, uh, is, I think it was when he played with me and you, Dennis. Yeah, we taught him everything he knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, we had... Kevin Allen Walker in the uh, over 50s professionals at 19 over. In the amateur masters 40 over 40s, uh, the winner was Jonathan Bone. 
in the intermediate intermediate group was won by George Clark. Robert Hurd won the recreational. Matt Robson won novice. And well done to Ty Walker in the under-18s. Perfect. Yeah, congratulations to everybody. Uh, It looked from the scores... I haven't played out there, but I feel like the wind and the weather really played into some of the scores not being as high as I feel like they could have been. Uh, but again, I've never played the course. so Maybe that's just what it is out there. Generally, like you'll notice from ball golf, like by the sea over here, they call them links courses. They're always very windy. Mm-hmm. Like it is always windy. It is always technical. I'm guessing that must have played a role in it. I'd agree with you on that. Okay. Right. The big event where the famous people were, or one of the famous people, the Redditch Arrow Valley Classic. This was the <laughs> this this was the start. Sorry. <laughs> what set you off? What a segue. I was getting ready for the DDO. And- <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's it's almost as good as the uh, as the uh, Arrow Valley Classic. Yeah, almost, almost. almost. It was uh, an an inaugural the inaugural event, the Arrow Valley Classic, because uh, there's the River Arrow that runs through Redditch, and it's in a valley, and the park's named after it. Uh, it's oh, really so, explain that to everybody. There we go. Yeah, I might as well. Uh, it was a mixed event, so like there wasn't female and male categories. It was it was combined. Uh, we had Andrew Douse won the advanced group with fourteen under, and I think he was the only person to score an ace on the day. Wow! Now it happened at the card in the card in front of me, and I didn't see it, but. I just heard everyone shouting and like it was a real it was a real good atmosphere there. Everyone was like dead happy. Everyone was friendly. I sort of had a go at a couple of people just as a joke, and I don't think they really got me, but that's just me. So <laughs> it was a good event. Uh I'm assuming they don't listen to the podcast and they're not gonna start now. No, exactly. Probably. I probably lost a couple of people, but there you go. And uh one of the people I had a go at was uh Chris Brain in the intermediate because he got the best overall score of the day with 18 under. Now, after the first round, I think he came close to a course record or he's got the course record on the 18, but on the front nine, I think he was close to a course record. Now it was his first tournament. Now I think he must be an ultimate player but he played his socks off and like he looked a very good player. Well, you've, it is a fairly easy course at Redditch, but if you're if you're like scoring eighteen under over two rounds, you're you you're going some, aren't you? That's awesome. So congratulations to you, Chris. I know I gave you a bit of stick, but it was all in good fun anyway. So, and then the novice winner, he was actually on my card, and it was Tom Hayden. And uh, he scored 10 under himself. I think I think it was 10 under. I did play with him and I did score with him. <laughs> but I haven't looked back to check. I was just going, I think he scored 10 under. So he played really. It was his first tournament as well. Again, it seems to be a general rule here. Another ultimate player. Like, if it wasn't for the good of the sport, I'd tell them all to go back where they crawl under the rock that they came out of. Well, you, you'd be winning tournaments, wouldn't you, if it weren't for ultimate players? I exactly. I'd be close. <laughs> That's the only thing stopping you from winning. Of course, nothing to do with my head, my lack of knowledge of discs, my lack of paying attention to courses. You're, you're throwing fummers on holes that you shouldn't be throwing fummers on. Who says, who, who says I shouldn't throw fummers? Well, when you got uh, 20, the, the, oh, the entire disc golf community. Right. I know I can control my thumber really well. I know where to aim it and I can get it straight. So I will throw it when I just feel. Just a quick one, Baron. Yeah. And that was a bite. Okay. I'll let you off. <laughs> I throw my thumber when I feel less confident about a backhand or a forehand. Although my forehand's coming on. 
if there's a tight gap, sometimes it's better to float it over the trees and down than to try and hit the gap. That's all I see it as. Yeah. But I don't yeah. want it to become thumb golf. That's what I don't want. I don't want to play a thumb on every single hole. A, because like my elbow's about to fall out. <laughs> but B, because I don't really feel like it's disc golf, just playing thumbers all the time. The the only thing that I will ever say to you is, you know what, if that's the shot you're comfortable with, you got to throw with what you're comfortable with. Would, would I throw it or would Duffy throw it? Probably not. That's also because I don't have a shoulder uh, to be able nice. to throw a thumber. But, and it's it's whatever you're comfortable with. Like, we make fun of you for picking shots that we wouldn't pick. But he's, he's like a poor man's Simon to Lazard, What to throw it? and how to throw it. He's like a poor man's Simon Lazard. Thank you, I'll take that. <laughs> But, I mean, Duffy's witnessed it. There's one hole that I really struggled with. It's got such a tight corridor, but it's short enough that I can throw my thumber, like, over the trees. It'll come crashing down in the trees, and it'll park by the basket every time, and it's a pretty much a guaranteed birdie every time. Can we just put air quotes on that every time? Well, it is. I can, I can I get it. Seen, I haven't seen him do so, it. I can get it within 15 feet every time. By every time, he means every once in a while. 60% of the time. I was about to say 60 of the time, it works all the time. Anchorman coming back to the podcast, I like it. So, yeah, so uh, I'd like to say well done to Matt. for It was his first tournament that he's ever arranged. It went really well. There were some great prizes made by Craig. Uh, it's just a good group of lads and girls from Arrow Valley. They're, they're a lovely bunch. They're friendly. They're welcoming to everyone. Get down there. Message a group. Hit them up if you don't. If you if you are struggling to find anyone to play with, they'll show you there. Right, we've got to move on. The uh, Croy- Croydon news. So it's a fair bit of Croydon news. We've got the brand new Sunday service singles league kicked off this weekend, and it was organised by a friend. Friend of the show, Dennis, Josh Birmingham. Uh, it's a PDDA sanctioned league, so get involved, basically. Every uh, it, And it runs every Sunday until June the 27th. It's great fun. There's cash prizes. There's ace pots. What more can you want? And that's brought to you by Croydon Disc Golf Club and is sponsored by Ace Disc Golf as well. Oh, cool. Uh, we've been speaking to the chairman of Croydon uh, Disc Golf uh, Club. Uh, what's his name, Duffy? Uh, it is, I will tell you. Are you going to name drop somebody but you can't even remember the name? I like I, how you tried to drag me into it. I haven't spoken Yeah, like, what's this wee shit? <laughs> Someone, I haven't someone's been answering him back on the messenger, messenger. Richard Wood. Richard Barney Wood. Yeah. So he's uh, he's let us know. That there, there's actually uh, there's the Coy- Croydon Mistral on the fifteenth of May, which you two are signed up to. Yeah. There, as of recording on Tuesday, the fourth of May, there are still a few places left. There aren't many. Get involved because they're, they're close to filling up, and that'll be a good event, won't it? You get to meet you two there for a start. Yeah, yeah that's that's the downside. So, what are the uh, what are the positives for the tournament? <laughs> uh, it's well, there there is a little bit of uh, insider scoop that we've got. I I don't know how public knowledge this is, but they're they they've got two courses at the moment. They've got the beginners course and the championship gold course. They're actually going to add. I don't know how this works out. I can't work out the maths to it. But they're adding three new baskets to make a new blue tees course for for like slightly for players who feel slightly intimidated by the gold course. So I don't know how 18 plus 18 plus three equals three courses, but they do. I'm joking. They, they it's going to I be a mix. I've not got a clue what you are on about mate. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. It's going to be a mixture of the courses to make a slightly easier course. The Croydon Mistral is going to be two rounds of the gold championship course. Yeah. But he's also said he wouldn't, like, if people want to, they'll set up a round to get the best score on the blue tees. So what are you two, if you want, if you hang around? 
could be the course record holder for a very short period. Well, very short period. One of us is ah. going to be the record holder between us three on that course. Because well, yeah, 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 yeah it's it, so. I'm talking about the overall course. Yeah, yeah, course. yeah. It ain't well, going to be we, us, mate. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about our internal uh, battle Rolling with all the courses. Um, yeah, move on. You are starting to really ramble, and I'm sure we've already lost. Yes, yeah, probably. Final bit of news. We don't go over it too much. Well done to Paul McBeth. Well done to Hayley King. Winners at the Dynamic, Dynamic Disc Open. Well done. Where where was that held at, Bone? America. What, what course is it at? I don't know, and I don't really care, to be honest. No? no? Okay. Oh, come on. It's... it's <laughs> Jonesboro? No, it's an Emporia... Can, uh, Emporia, Kansas. 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 <laughs> That's what I've got you two for. It, it was Go nice on. to see that uh, Paul McBeth took it down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you know what? Real quick before we move on. Uh, the whole show this week is kind of like the, the laptop thing screwed some things over, but I wanted to, to say something. And, and I know he doesn't listen to the show because if he did, that'd be amazing. Uh, but I personally just want to send out my, my thoughts and well wishes to the Wysocki family. Yeah, I think anybody that watches or pays attention to disc golf knows that Ricky suffered the loss of his sister last week, which uh, is never a good thing. Right. Yet somehow he endured. He found the strength to be able to, to play the tournament, and he did really well. I think he ended up coming in fourth, um, fourth or fifth. Um, but to to step up and be able to play and be in the mix after such a tragedy uh, really speaks a lot to him and his character. And uh, so I personally, uh, from the bottom of my heart, would like to send out my well wishes to him uh, because we are a community of disc golfers and, and we would all do anything for him. That, yeah. That's what I would say. I mean, I, I thought, I mean, there's, there's not, obviously it's, it's a, terrible news uh, but something that was quite heartwarming is how everybody sort of come together everybody's socials are sort of in support uh joe mez sort of raised money through their shop uh for support and it was just nice to see that sort of community aspect even at the top level supporting what must yeah. be a really really tough time for him so yeah, but i will all say it was nice to see paul mcbeth finally win a tournament this year uh so now he just needs to find another way to be worth that 10 mil. So justify uh, that money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one last piece of news, because I don't think Bo really knew this. Uh, so when you're listening to this, it'll be just a few days before uh, ratings day. So PG, new PDGA ratings come out on Tuesday, May 11th. So hopefully everybody's ratings go up. And good things happen, but yeah, just uh, remember to go on the PDGA website and check out what your rating did and if it's gone up or down. And then let, let us know. Shoot us a message and let us know how your rating changed over the last month. So yeah, Bowen, is that the news? What else do you got? Benito. Thank God. That was painstakingly long today. Die I'd just, today. I'd like, Die. I'd like to note, as I'm quick enough to criticize, but last week... I will join the last week. I haven't had a single complaint about dates, times, places, tournaments, any corrections, anything like that. So I'd just like to say well done to Bowen. It took 18 weeks. No, 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 no. So oh, we have we had one. Carol Findlay <laughs> just wanted to point out that it is not just her who's been organizing the whole sponsors. Oh, so right. it was a it's been a Great job from all of the group at Nottingham Disc Golf uh, Club. And Zoe has also been involved. And there was someone else involved that I cannot remember off the top of my head, which I'm just finding out now. So well done to... Where is she? You are literally the worst journalist <laughs> ever. We make it up I, as we go I'm, along. No. Oh, no, Will Wood, we, we Will don't. Woodward, Will Woodward. Congratulations to Will you Woodward made, and Zoe Winfield. The, and um, Carol, and Carol. 
So I'll take back everything I said. Yeah, I knew there'd be a spanner <laughs> in the works somewhere. I was I, actually, I was actually saying that in a in a nice, sincere way as well. No, you were. Then he goes <laughs> and fucks it up. Uh, okay, so let's let's move on to kind of our main topic. So we're gonna do a draft, right? So the way this is gonna work is just like uh, in American football, we have we have discs uh, that we want to draft to put in our bags, and we're gonna go in a certain order. Uh, that order is gonna pretty much change every round but we're gonna pick a putting putter a throwing putter a mid-range fairway driver and a distance driver and then let's also pick one extra i'm throwing this out to the guys we'll have one uh wild card that will mystery disc a mystery disc that that you know you can find the slot for somewhere uh but this is just if you can only have one of each type of disc and one mystery disc, we're going to do a draft. And what we're going to do later as a podcast, is we're actually going to play with these discs and go have a round, and then we'll give you guys an update on how we actually shot. So, Duffy, did I explain that pretty much right? Did I miss anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the order we predetermined before the show randomly, and it's uh, the order we're going to start with is Bowen first, Dennis second, me third, and it's going to snake. So on the second round, I will go first. Dennis will go second, Bone will go third, and so on. So, so, so I'll but, always be second. And is, yeah, is you'll this, always be second. Is this out of all of our discs, or is this any disc? Any, any disc, any disc. But you've got to you've got to try and pick what you think is the best five. Now, Dennis is throwing a spanner in the works. Six, the best six discs that you can get. What happens if we haven't got them? We've got to go out and buy them. Yes. Well, yeah. How else are we going to play with it? Excuse but to buy new discs. You can't pick. <laughs> You can't pick a disc that somebody else has picked in that round. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In, so, in that round. So so for clarity. No, no, somebody, no, no. Hold on. So if somebody picks the zone as their putting putter, yeah. somebody else can pick the zone for their approach putter. No. No. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His little face. He's so disappointed. The thing is, I know there's about four discs that do the same as his own, and I own all of them. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm quitting. Yet he he can't throw a single one of them. Right. I'm not even going to start. I'm not even going to start. So I'll I'll compare. So Bowen, what have you got? Your pen and paper. Have you got your pen and paper? Yeah. What What you choosing for your putting putter? I'm going to go with my newest acquisition, the Castorplast. Rico or Reco or however you say it. It's a good disc. Actually, I know a lot of people that use that for their putting disc. So uh, it's like it's like a Luna, but the rim's not quite as deep. That's how I'd describe it. And probably a bit softer as well. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, good choice. Good choice. Uh Dennis, are you going for a putting putter? I mean this one's an obvious one. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Luna this round. No uh, way. No. Listen, every, Paul, every, you guys the Paul know Macbeth exactly. signature putter. <laughs> what? Yeah, the Paul Macbeth signature putter. God, I hate you guys. Um, <laughs> the Yeah, so I like the, I, I, I like the Luna because it's what I use. And I think I just may have screwed Duffy over on his pick because he also puts with the Luna. Yeah. <laughs> you did a bit. Um <laughs> I, I was kind of expecting it since we knew the order. Uh, basically, this last few weeks, I've gone from Luna and I've gone to the MVP Ion. Uh, and um, I was, I'm was i basically back at the Luna now. Uh, so, <laughs> the other week, it was the Ion's the best putter ever. That, that, was, that was a £30 experiment that uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't work. Um, but I'd say, I don't know. I feel like I haven't had much experience with putting putters, so now can I can can we if we if we run into some troubles, can I help you? Like can I give yeah. maybe give you a suggestion? So see, I feel like the, the one that we've missed out, the blatantly obvious one that sells tons is the Aviar. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's the number one selling putter ever, so why wouldn't you choose the AVR as one? And because, I've 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 used because it. I've thrown I have the ion. That's the issue. Yeah. 
He, he didn't yeah, choose when, the AVR anyway. Choose the AVR, whatever that is. What? What? Uh, what? Jesus. What? I, what I know though is that like within the circle, most putters are pretty much the same, right? Yeah. They're, they're gonna fly the same. So for putting putters, does it really matter? Probably not. Uh, it's the feel in the hand, I imagine, yeah. isn't it? Screw you. That's yeah, all I'm it stick, is. I'm stick, I don't care what you say. I'm sticking with what I said. I'm gonna go with the eye on. <laughs> So after all that, <laughs> after all that, all right, cool. I, so, I, I think, so I think got, is, is that a gyroscopic disc? Yeah, yeah. As a potter. Yeah, but it's 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 a soft. It's got like a soft rim on the outside. That's what, again, okay. that's what she said. Um, the so Bowman went with the Rico, Dennis Luna, and I'm going Ion. So it's my first pick on the second round. So putting uh, throwing putter rather. It's an easy one for me. It's one I go to all the time. I'm going to go with the Sensei. Um, dead straight. Really like the disc. Uh, it's one that is one of my most trusted discs, I think, for for throwing. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's quite an easy one for me, Dennis. Hey, qu- qu- question: Are we picking plastic as well, or just no? Because on you're going to no, you're going to pick my disc here. Otherwise, okay. Well, now now maybe I can screw over Bowen. For my approach putter, I'm going to pick the zone. I'm going to pick a drawbreaker zone. Is that a throwing put? Is it, have we not got approach as well? Is this an approach? Yeah, throwing putter and approach is the same thing, in okay. my opinion. Okay. Some people might say it differently, but I think an approach and a throwing putter are the same thing because it's one. It's a little slower than a mid range. Okay. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I'm surprised that you've gone for something. What is the sensei understable dot? Uh, I don't know the numbers, in all honesty. Um, because I'm surprised you can go for an overstable disc because you're loving yeah, the harp at the moment. I, I do I do like the harp. Um, and I like the envy as well. Um, but I think the one the one if I if I need a straight putter shot, the one that I always go to is is the sensei. So I've got to, I've got to pick that one really. And Dennis Zone, great choice. I've just bagged one. Absolutely great choice. What are you saying, yes. Bowen? Oh, I don't know because, like, can I pick a Z plastic Luna because that's just entered the bag, or can I not have the Luna because Dennis has got the Luna? No, and, can't have the but Luna. again, but see, and that's and that's where I I, I kind of disagree because I I pick the Luna as a putting putter. If he wants to throw a Luna as his approach putter, it's technically a different disc because it's being can... used for something different. Right, I'm going to say Berg then. I'll go Berg. Castaplast again. Just okay. Okay. that makes it easy enough. Nice disc. You can put loads of power into it. it it's a nice disc. Okay. So your your pick again then, Bowen, for mid range. <laughs> uh, I am going to go with the Discraft Buzz. Hmm. Look at Dennis's face. I don't know what Dennis is going to pick there. Okay, all right, all right. Staple in pretty much everyone's bag, apart from Duffy's, I think. Yeah, I've got one. Mm. But you don't like it. It's in the big Z. Big Z. Stop stop, uh, sticking up for Dennis Bone when you say big Z. Big Z sounds better than big Z. in the big plastic, but I just find it. It's, I just can't get to grips with it. It's too understable. I don't like Heiser flipping discs. I just don't trust it. Uh, being a relatively new player, so I, I don't tend to throw it that much. But uh, okay, so you're going, you're going buzz, Dennis. Well, since this is the first time that I've been screwed over, um, obviously it's going to be a disc. Yeah, it's going to be. It's got the mates here. You know what? Well, right. If I if I'm choosing from what's in my bag that I know and I know how to throw, it's between the meteor and the wasp, and I want to go the wasp out of those two. I was also thinking of maybe maybe the uh, uh, end of a rock. I've got a nice rock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> um, He's got it out on camera now. If you want, <laughs> but I, I'm just I. The thing is, like the draft is what? What do I know? What have I experienced? What do I think is the best? I can't use the buzz, so I'm going to go with the uh, the wasp. Okay, Doc. 
It is it's, also easier and cheaper for us if we all choose discs that we own now. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, the Wasp is just, it's the same speed as a Buzz. It's just a little bit more stable than the Buzz, and it's a little less stable than the uh, the Malta. So I think it's, it's the perfect one. Right, okay. Uh, so you chose the Wasp. So I'm going to go with... I'm going to choose, I don't know if it's mid-range. I'm not entirely sure. It's, I don't know if it's like an approach. I'm going to go with the Envy. I said it was like a putter. No, 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 no. I, I think, I'm pretty sure it's It's a, a putter. It's a putter. Wait, but wait, wait. Let's, let's, let's think about this. If he chooses, if he chooses the Envy as his mid-range, that means that he can only use that one when it's outside of putter range. No, okay, it, I've, like, just, I've just had a quick look online. It's definitely a putter. So definitely a putter. I'm told, I'm told. Okay, I'm going to shut up then. And you have to pick a new disc. Uh, this is hard. Duffy don't, Duffy don't throw mid-ranges. I don't throw mid-ranges. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're quite right there, Vern. Um, well, nobody else has chosen it. Everybody throws them. So I'll go with a rock. I've never thrown right. one. So I'm, I'm just picking it purely on clarity. Okay. Remember, this, this is... This is so let's have some clarification for everybody listening. We are picking this that most likely we have in our own bags that we throw. But the whole point of this is we're going to have a match where I'm going to play six holes using my picks. And then I'm going to play six holes using Duffy's picks. And then I'm going to play six holes using Bowen's picks. And we're going to do a round robin. And we're all going to play with each other's di- other's discs. <laughs> Got to be careful. Got to be very <laughs> careful on that. Um, <laughs> do a little double Dutch rudder, uh, and then <laughs> and then figure out who had the overall best picks of a bag. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, because and, and and how we do that is the scores that we get because we're still trying to win the round. But we'll see which section we did best at. I do feel though that I could go around with an ultra star and beat Bowen though. That's the Can I can I okay, I was about to help you out here. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll act- take that back then. I've actually just purchased a Mako three. Have you thought about that for a mid-range? Instead picked, of a he, rock. He picked the rock. The rock is we, we have a rock. Between the three of us, I'm sure we have a rock. I have a rock. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll go we'll go with that. I know that that they're both popular discs, but we'll, we'll go we'll go with a rock. Uh, so, I think a rock is more popular than the Mako. So, so we're getting into my ter- my my territory now. Uh, the the drivers, fairway drivers. So this this before last week would have been a dead easy decision for me. Was it before last week? It was going leopard to be three, wasn't it? Leopard Every, three, yeah, leopard three. Oh, leopard three. Okay. Yeah. Now it's now I know what it is. And I'm, well, you don't because I don't know fully, but it's I've recently just uh, died. I think I put it on uh, Instagram, and I also uh, bagged the a Cax Castor Plus Cax. And I really like that disc, uh, ha- albeit having only been out throwing it once. So I feel like I feel like I have to stick with the Leopard Three. But I feel if you ask me this in about three weeks' time, it could definitely be the Cax. I think. But that's called a mid-range driver. Is that the same thing? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I'd say well, 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 what's the speed? Because I would say that... It's a, I think it's a six. Yeah. Yeah, because for me, in my mind, a mid-range is like a four or five, more, more a five than anything. And then a fairway driver would be six, seven, eight, nine. So I'd say seven to nine on... on um fairway and six probably just in mid-range I would like five and six is mid-range maybe even four just sneaking in well you're not changing my mind anyway so I'm choosing a leopard three yeah but he gets if he uses it as a fairway driver he can use it as a fairway driver yeah uh wow second again wow um all right so let me let me just See the problem is like, do I want to go understable or stable? So, the the big choice for me is it's between the Mantis 
And the Undertaker. The Undertaker and, <laughs> and the and the Stalker. Right. So a seven, eight, nine. I can throw all of them decently well. I'm gonna go Mantis. I think I feel Wanka. most comfortable <laughs> with screwing Bowen over. I'm gonna go Mantis because I feel like I can put it on any angle. That's the only if that's the only fair way I can throw, I'm gonna go Mantis. I'm not gonna have a problem with your choice because it's a great disc. I actually bag one of yours, Dennis, and I'm trying my hardest to find hey, one here in the UK. I think I think I haven't looked. I think I have a, a Z Classic Mantis in my collection. That's the one I've, I've bagged. Yeah, it's yours. Keep it. You sure? Thank you, Dennis. Yeah, you're welcome. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> what uh, What about you, Bowen? <sighs> the Undertaker. It's it's the obvious choice that that's not a mantis like it I, is the only I had choice one of them until uh, last Wednesday. Me and, <laughs> me and Dennis still have them. What's this with I, you losing discs? I had lost one for ages, and I lost his, I lost a bloody intake. It cut rolled into the bloody river. It, did. <laughs> it, went, it went, The thing was, it wasn't even that bad a shot. It was a good but, shot. It just yeah. a weird angle when it landed, cut rolled yeah. and rolled all the way across the fairway and into the river. That's what annoyed funny, me the most. What was funny is I threw an Undertaker right afterwards, but I had a friend come up to play, and he's an ultimate guy, and he was like, hey, you want me, you want me to, to block the disc? And I was like, well, yeah, you know, why don't you go down there just in case? And I probably threw one of the best-looking shots I've ever shot on that hole. The, the, the Undertaker was t- uh, following the fairway down a quarry, and then it turned left just as the fairway did. And out of nowhere, my friend Justin comes and smashes my disc <laughs> to the ground because he thought he, it was so brilliant, Bowen. From his angle, it looked like it was going to go in the water. But from our angle on the tee, you knew that that disc was just going to follow the fairway and it land was, just short. It was a of the shot. It was a <laughs> shot. And he so started what, it down. How do you play that then? <laughs> Is that an OB shot? Oh, it could have been. It should have been. No, actually, yeah, we were playing doubles. Have... I should have put that. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Bowen, quickly, because uh, I'm wary of it dragging on. Um, distance driver, what you pick him? I'm going to screw you two over here because I know I can throw a thumb away, but I'm not sure if you two be able to throw it properly. The uh, and this was a disc from Dennis at Christmas, the mentor. Mentor, you're okay. you you picked an okay, okay. I, I know that I know that my pick isn't going to screw anybody over, but I'm going to go with the vault. What, di- what disc craft disc are you going with? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with the uh, ESP Vulture. Vulture, okay. Nice. And I am going to go with. There's two I like. I like the insanity, the axiom insanity, and I like my go-to disc. Everybody knows MVP relativity. I feel I trust the relativity more, especially if it's windy. Um, so I'm I'm going to go with that uh, as my long-distance driver. And then, so I've got special the first pick of the special. What's it called? So so mystery. The the, mystery. Well, yeah, this is the wild card. So this is any disc that hasn't been picked. Amongst the entire range. Okay, got it. I'm, I was toying with the Leopard 3 and the Cax. I'm going to go with the Cax. Okay, so okay. I got to, that's both. quite easy. Yeah. So, what are you saying then, Dennis? Um, that's tough. That's tough. I'm thinking, oh, God. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what gap I need filled. <laughs> That's what she said. We've had a lot of innuendos tonight. Oh god. Um what disc are you choosing? I it's such a tough call. Like, do I want to go with another fairway driver that I that I trust? Do I want to pick something that might screw you guys over? Um I'm gonna have to say God, I'm gonna say the stock raptor. I'm going to go with the Raptor. Ooh, Devastating. Change. Yeah, I'm, cha- I'm changing. I want something overstable. 
So I'm going who, with the who, make, who makes the raptor, Dennis? Just so I can write it down. Well, the ra- <laughs> well uh, Ricky Waisaki has raptor legs. Yeah. And, so is uh, it a movie disc, is it? No, it's a disc raft disc. Oh, course. it's a disc raft one. Okay, I'll just jot that down. Um, Bowen. Last I'm, miss, I'm missing a forehand disc. And a foot. So, <laughs> what, what you're really missing is a forehand. So... It's either, it's either like an approach shot or mid-range forehand. So I'm toying with either a pig or an innovator. Oh, I, I say you choose pig so I can throw one. I'm going to go with the gator. You can throw me pig anyway. Gator. So oh, we've got, I feel like we've got some, some good hands there. Some good hands. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what the uh, what the community think to our our picks, and uh, and see how we uh, how we get on when we uh, when we do play this uh, this round. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, we're gonna we're gonna play here in the next couple of days, and then on next week's show we will tell you guys the results. Uh, so it should all work out really well. Um, it should be fun. We're gonna have to figure out what course we want to play, and if we want to play all eighteen holes with each other's picks, and then just do three rounds that day. Uh, what do you think, Bone? Uh, are we allowed to tell them where we're going Friday? Or uh, I, I don't see why not. We're just not at that part of the show right now. Okay. Okay. Well, I think we should give it a go Friday. I'm not. I'm happy to play the full 18. The only issue will be that I'm going to end up losing. I'm going to end up losing one of your discs. That's the issue. So it's probably better to sneak it all into one round because then there's less chance that I'm going to lose someone else's disc. That's my particular view. You know what? We will, we will figure it out when we get there, uh, when we play wherever we're going to play. But it's going to be fun. So tune in next week. and uh, we'll I'm looking forward to, the- to this. I am. Yeah, it's gonna be all fun. You know, you know why I'm looking forward to it? Because I get to try a new disc, right? Yeah. Because I do have nothing but disc craft, and that's where I throw. However, I've been gifted, you know, a cax. Um, I don't. I'm not against playing other brands, but the thing is, I know my bag so well that I, I don't need to try anything else. But this is forcing me to throw discs that I'm uncomfortable playing with which then could lead to me finding a disc that I love and actually putting it in the bag. Do you have any gaps in your bag at the moment? Um, I don't think so. There are some discs I want to get rid of and then maybe fill with something else. And I think that's more of also, I don't have any room in my bag, my actual physical bag for any more discs. So I'm just trying to, you know, we're trying to learn. We're still learning. And if there's new discs that I like, uh, that I think we can, um, yeah, that we can do. So um, it should be fun. Perfect, perfect. Ah, I think it's come to that time, hasn't it, Dennis? I think it has. I, you know what? I think we've been uh, we've kind of talked enough. I don't know. We don't. You know what, Bowen? Let's have you ask a question this week. I don't like Duffy's question. Let's make it Bowie's question. Bowen's question week. Because I want to hear what Duffy has to say as a as an answer. Okay. So, I I'll put you on the spot, but you're gonna be able to think of something. Let's have a thing. What about his jingle? I want a jingle. Oh, <laughs> uh, about swivel on it. That's your jingle. <laughs> uh, right. What would be your ideal career inside disc golf? Would it be being a pro? Would it be being commentary? Would it be media? What would be the dream job job for you? Wow, who's going first on this one? That's a great question. Maybe we should make it Bowen's question corner and Duffy does the news. I... That's a really good question, Bowen. Like, seriously, I like that question. Duffy, why don't you go first? Pro player. How come? Money. Money. Who makes more money in disc golf? A pro player or Joe Mess? Pro player. Pro player. 
Do you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- I, I think so. I think because what makes you a pro is for one, you're getting paid if you, if you win, but also, you know, your sponsorships and the companies that you deal with. And so if you're on that upper level, and I'm not talking to Paul McBeth, 10 mil upper level, you know, the Rickies and the Calvins, those guys don't just have one sponsor. Yeah, they have their, their disc sponsor, but they have a bag sponsor. And I think as disc golf goes on, they're going to have clothing sponsors. And that's where the money is going to come from. I, I think personally, I know I'm answering my own question. No, it's not. I don't think I could handle the pressure of being a pro player. I think I would much rather be commentary. I mean, it's easy to talk. I can fucking talk for three hours if I want to, like with you two, without you two, on my own. I can talk to myself. I I wouldn't mind being an avid watcher live instead of actually having the pressure on me to perform every single tournament. Well, I don't, I, I don't understand why you would not pick pro disc golfer. Surely that's the dream for all three of us. Well, yes, but I don't think I could handle it. Yeah, but you'd be a pro, so you, you wouldn't just you wouldn't yeah, just play but, no, no tournaments and not be able to. But but here here here's the other thing. You said, you know, you want to be a pro, and I, I think automatically that you make it sound like you're going to be a top five, ten, you know, top ten player. There's yeah. a dude who gets 140th every week. That's a pro player, but he ain't making the money, and he you don't know his name, but he's also yeah. a pro player. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I like Bowen's idea of I, – I would love to do commentary. If I could be, you know, another voice on Joe Mez – like that, that would be an amazing job. You get to be in the sport. You get to go could, to could the be, tournaments. You can still fat, play. Fat sexy. Yeah, fat sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, you get to know everybody. I, I love, I don't know if you guys have seen any of the skins matches. I, I love what Luke Humphreys does. How he, he runs the skins matches and goes out there with them. And just has fun and gets to know everybody. Um, Luke Humphrey's the guy with the dog who does the the dog. Yeah, he's got, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is like if I if I do what my actual job is where I, because I'm a map maker, a cartographer, using that and taking that into the disc golf world and mapping out courses and designing. Design maybe yeah I don't know I mean yes I have designed a course or two I don't think I'm it's not that good. But then to be able to map those courses, right? So then you can survey the courses, map them out, put them on an app, not an actual app, but then add them to UDisc like you would have on Ball Golf, where you can actually like see where you've landed, see what's around, know your distances, and actually make like a good yardage book. So like like an Arnold Palmer of disc golf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that would be pretty cool. I'd like yeah. I'd like that. Yeah, but I think I think if, if if, if Joe Miss said, hey, Dennis, come and do commentary for us, I'd say yes immediately because I think it would be <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah. They, they probably want somebody with personality and comedic, who could offer comedic value, though. Um, <laughs> well, well, yeah. That, I mean, that isn't your forte, is it, as we know? It, it's um, not. I'm the fashionable guy. I, I, I just know things. Um, excellent. So that was interesting with Bowen asking the question this week. It put me on the spot, and I just plucked it off the top of my head. I think it's terrible, but hey, I think it's great. I no, I, I think it's 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 like one of the best questions we've ever had. Twat. <laughs> oh, um. So, what we got planned? We teased it. What what we what we doing tomorrow? Uh, will be yeah, tomorrow. it will be tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, tomorrow. So the three of us, the three amigos, are going to take a trip from the Midlands. All the way to Wales. Where is Wales, Dennis? Uh, Western United Kingdom. Correct. We'll let you off. I know. I, I, dude, I like literally. I'm geog- a cartographer. Yeah, I was going to say geography is literally what I do for a living. Um, but yeah, somewhere over there on the left side of the map. 
Um, I'd love you to have said the right side of the map. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, <laughs> see, this is where the comedic value lets you down, Dennis. I know. That was an easy gag there. It was an easy gag, but it also makes me look like an idiot. I'm not a fan <laughs> of that. Yeah, no, so that, that, that doesn't make you look like an idiot. Um, uh, yeah, so we're, so we're, we're taking a road trip to uh, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> he can't. He can't say the name. Can't he? say the name of it. We're going to Felligary. That's what I said. Tom and Jerry. I'll be looking forward to it. I think it'd be a be a good day. I think a few, a few other people have have played it and and talked about it online, and uh, I think it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a top course, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So. We need yeah, to dip our toes. Oh my god, it's going to be so much fun. And I think they do pizza as well. Wood, I think they do wood fired pizza. So. I'm all over that burn, as you exactly. Know. I'm only going for the food. <laughs> I, as you I gotta say, I'm, I'm I'm more excited about the fact that we are doing a disc golf road trip, three of us. This right? is the first one. Yeah, it's the first one. The first of many. It's gonna be awesome. Like it's gonna be a lot of fun. So, and I get to drive my new car, which I'm really excited about. Charlotte, if you're listening, this is the first and only disc golf road trip. <laughs> I'm, uh, anyway. I'm looking forward to. Dennis's new car because I've never been in a Fiat 500 before, Ben. Have you? <laughs> That's right. We get in the chains decals on it. Decals, man. <laughs> on the Fiat? Bump, bump, yeah. Bumper stickers. <laughs> we'll, put, yeah, we'll, we'll get some bumper stickers made. Um, anyway, so that, that's what we're doing tomorrow. Uh, we'll let you guys know next week how it was. And, and I'm sure it's going to be beautiful and great. We're really excited. But that's the show for today. It wasn't it wasn't much, but it was what we do, right? It was something. It was something. We talked for an hour. And if you guys agree with our picks uh, for our draft, let us know on our socials. Um, if you don't agree, let us know. Let us know what disc we should have picked. Um, I'm sure we all have so many different brands out there. Um, we're trying to – we don't hit all of them because we know what we like, but – uh, maybe in the future we'll do a you know listener pick, right? We'll have we'll pick a couple people who are listening, and Bowen's going to interject as I'm doing my outro. Go ahead, Bowen. Please, <laughs> please don't, <laughs> listeners, please don't come at us with some weird Hungarian brands that they only released five of, and you can only get you can only throw it if you stood facing the moon on the third Sunday of every month. Please don't do that. Give us some good picks. Thanks, Bowen. That was that was a great reason to interject. (laughs) Terrible. It's great in my head. Can I can I finish the outro now? No. Can I just uh, finish the outro? Can I ask a question? (laughs) No. Anyways, guys. So that is that's the show. Uh, Comment on our socials. Let us know what you think. Please give us any advice. I'm just winding you off. I hate you so much. <laughs> right, anyway, wrap it up. Wrap it up. We're, 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 we're way off. done. Yeah. We're having fun. We love you guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next week. And remember, keep it in the chains. Keep it in the chains. Keep it in the chains. Thanks for listening to In the Chains. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. Until next time, keep it in the chain.